Welcome to From the Raptors, a podcast brought to you by Varsity Partners. Varsity Partners is a design-led, fan-forward company that provides creative and strategic solutions for brands and sports properties. And now here's your host, Vice President of Varsity Partners, Pat Flynn. So today we have a special treat coming all the way from Villanova. We've got the man, the myth, the legend, the senior associate AD, the chief operating officer of Villanova Athletics, Ashwin Pori. Ashwin, welcome to the Varsity Partners from the Raptors podcast. Thanks for having me, Pat. Thrilled to be here. No problem. It's been uh, it's been a long time. Obviously, we've got some history working together. Before your time at Villanova, you've been at some of the, uh, you know, highest level of organizations between pro and college sports. So just give us a little background on yourself, kind of pre-Villanova, um, through your career on how, on how you made it here. Thanks, Pat. So, yeah, uh, let's see. I, I started minor league baseball, you know, when I left college, um, interning uh, for two summers, then spent a six-year stint selling tickets. Uh, and managing sales teams with the New Jersey Nets. Um, from there, the NBA hired me to uh, teach best practices around ticket sales uh, and then consult on um, business-wide best practices uh, in, in several of their leagues. Um, made a stop at the Jets, returned to the NBA because I loved it so much. You know, and from there, I had my first opportunity to jump into college at Cal, um, starting, starting a, a ticket sales and service team for the first time uh, at uh, University of California, in-house ticket sales and service team. And, um, you know, had six great years there, moved up the ranks, ended up as chief revenue officer. You know, that's where we first met uh, when uh, when Cal's apparel deal was um, expiring. We went out to bid and obviously you and I hit it off um, as, uh, as Under Armour and Cal formed that partnership. Um, and then, uh, you know, left Cal and spent two years with the Oakland A's. Uh, had a great time, you know, working on their new stadium project um, managing their, their ticket sales team and the strategy for the entire organization. And, uh, but I, I missed college athletics and I wanted to get back to the East coast. And so when, when Villanova opened, um, you know, I, I attacked that opportunity and, and ultimately Mark Jackson, the AD here and I hit it off. And, uh, you know, the last two years, almost two years have been spent here. Interestingly enough, you know, I got here six months into my job, the, uh, the, COVID-19 pandemic started. So it's been an interesting, you know, almost two years um, having, you know, had more than a year, not interrupted, but um, impacted by the pandemic, you know, uh, it hasn't been a traditional two years. Yeah. I mean, it's been a wild and and really impressive career. Uh, and, you know, for you to come now to Villanova after having all that experience, you come to Nova, um, pandemic hits, and you're the guy, you know, among many of the hats that you wear, you know, basketball and the major, you know, brand for that athletic program is, is under your oversight. How was dealing with basketball and the scheduling and, and all of that through the craziness of the pandemic? Yeah, well, well I'll tell you, um, Pat, the what drew me to Villanova, right? The, um, the, the big brand that you mentioned, uh, Mark Jackson, one of the best athletic directors in the country. And, uh, and the ability to work with 
you know, a Hall of Fame coach in Jay Wright and and one of the best programs, if not the best programs in, in the entire country. Um, so it's it's been pretty awesome. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, specifically working with those guys on the basketball scheduling during the pandemic, you know, we had, we had laid out a great schedule um, last summer going into this year. Uh, we weren't sure, obviously, how the pandemic was going to impact everything. And then, you know, things slowly changed on the fly as we got clarity about what the basketball season would look like. Um, that was around, you know, probably September, October time. The conference sort of adjusted their strategy on scheduling and, and that impacted, um, you know, broadly our schedule. We had some high profile games that were impacted. We were supposed to play, you know, UVA at the Garden um, last right. December. Yeah. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, um, UVA ended up having a, a positive test or, or a COVID issue during that time. So we had to, to cancel that game. So it's been, it was a lot of that. Right. It was a lot of. um you know, last minute phone calls, a lot of late nights, um, talking to the coaching staff, figuring out sometimes who we were going to play like later that week. Um, you know, the, the team started off, you know, the season was delayed, right. And the team started off in Bubbleville at Mohegan sun. And, uh, we had scheduled yeah. to play two games there. What, what, and that two games turned into a total of four. We ended up picking up Virginia tech. Um, they were looking for an opponent. Um, and then, uh, and then on top of that, we, uh, we, we ended up learning that one of our future opponents later that week back, you know, was supposed to be in a Philly, Philly area game, um, had tested positive. So they had to pause. So we picked up a fourth game in Bubbleville against Hartford. All that stuff's happening in a matter that of That was such days. a wild week. I remember yeah. that. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, we were the longest running residents of Bubbleville the first week. So, um, <laughs> no, it was a lot of fun. And, 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 and then, yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it, it just just a while. Like that's a microcosm of what we were dealing with, right? The entire um, the entire year until we got into conference. When we got into conference schedule, things settled down um, in the sense that the conference was helping us, you know, maneuver other team schedules around. Right? We were focused on playing conference only once that started. But uh, but it was just a wild, wild season. And at some point, we'll be able to laugh about it. I mean, it was it was a little overwhelming um, this past year. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I was going to ask you how, you know, some of those stops like the A's and the Jets and Cal and, and some of those unique things kind of helped kind of shape what you're doing now at Nova. But, you know, there's – and before I ask you that, I mean, just want to comment. There's no way to, to figure out and strategize on what you did um, despite your, you know, all your accomplishments and deals that you've gotten done. No one could have prepared for that and, and all the layers that come with it and just impressive to see – you know, you guys come through it, and despite injuries and everything else, um, you had to deal with that year. Still, still a successful another Villanova season. So, um, congrats on that. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, and, and the other things that you're doing in your day to day role, um, you know, what do you take from those past experiences? You know, from the Jets, from the A's, Cal, you know, all different things there. What, what do you call on the most now that, that you're at Villanova? Well. You know, you, you touched on a little bit about the pandemic. Nothing could have prepared um, anyone for that, right? Uh, but I'll tell you, the, the the vast spectrum of experience and the diverse experience I've had in pros and college, um, being exposed to different things on, on almost a daily basis at, at my various stops have helped sort of at least prepare me to be nimble um, during this COVID pandemic. And that that's that's been helpful. But generally... Pat, you, and you and I have talked about this. I think relationship building skills, I think sales skills, I think um, understanding marketing and brand and uh, 
and being able to properly manage a budget, right? Like those kind of simple business things are extremely transferable, whether you're in pro sports or college sports, right? Um, And if you can, if you, again, I think the most simple and important factors, if you can build strong relationships across the board, uh, you're going to, you're going to have success. Uh, You'll get the benefit of the doubt. People want to work with you. People want to talk to you before they make a judgment or give you feedback um, on certain things or tell you right or wrong. Right. Uh, You know, so I I, I think that's the most important trait, right? Strong relationships, being able to listen, empathize with people, um, understand perspective. Right. Right. And, and this is your podcast. So this is the only time that I will gas you up. As you know, I don't do this stuff unless it's in front of, you know, an audience, but, um, you know, the respect that you have amongst your peers uh, of, of not just, you know, from, from a business standpoint, but just people enjoy being around you. They, they want to attend things that you're at. They, they always have, you know, the best, um, things to say about you, the funniest stories. And, and it's, you know, you've, you've been living proof that it's transferred, not just again, from the different levels of college to pro sports, but through, you know, all the partnerships, we, we worked on the Under Armour deal together. The, the Learfield deal at Cal was a huge deal. You know, the stadium for the Oakland A's, I mean, that type of project takes, you know, a certain kind of person. Um, so it's been really impressive to kind of see all those. So, um, yeah, talk about some of those, you know, major deals. I mean, how do, how do you, how do you go from, you know, I know the relationship piece is, is massive. Um, but I mean, how do you, you know, prepare yourself to sit at the table with some of those major partners on behalf of your brand and, and, you know, come to, you know, a flourishing agreement. Yeah. I, I think a lot of it comes down to preparation, right? Um, nothing, nothing will substitute the ability to build relationships and all that. Right. So you have to have that uh, in you and you have to uh, be direct and authentic. And and to your point, you know, Patrick, I, I love spending time with you, buddy, too. So, uh, likewise. and I don't know that I've met a person that doesn't enjoy hanging out with you either. So, um, nice. you know, but, uh, but like, so, so you gotta have that in you, right. But you have to also prepare, do your research, um, see what, what is going on in the marketplace, uh, for any given topic, right. If it's, if it's the stadium deal, um, you know, that when I was working, um, for the A's, we were, I was part of the stadium task force. We were, doing various things um, around, uh, you know, building support for the stadium. It's understanding the marketplace, understanding detractors, supporters, um, you know, messaging, uh, community benefits, and, and like understanding what people wanted, whether it was with the uh, the deals that, uh, that you know, I was, I was fortunate enough to work on at Cal, one of them with you was, um, you know, understanding goals and objectives, right? Being honest and transparent about Cal and their goals and objectives and the university's goals and objectives and the athletic department's goals and objectives and understanding the partners, um, you know, Under Armour in that case. And then, you know, the other deal was Learfield um, and understanding those partner objectives. And I think if you, if you listen and you're smart um, and it's instead of a, uh, a one-sided pitch, it's a two-sided discussion. I think you're going to, you're always going to find success. Um, And, uh, and usually those are some of the best deals out there. Totally. Totally. And, and now at Nova, you know, you've kind of transitioned um, on, a, on a number of levels, you know, Under Armour to Nike, um, I am Learfield IMG now to Playfly, um, what is now Playfly Sports. You know, you've got a couple others as well. How, how, how do you approach kind of building those new relationships? You know, you, you've done such a good job with it in the past. How do you kind of take on these new challenges? 
with some of these people that, um, you know, you've never worked with before. Yeah. So the, the interesting thing about um, my chair at Nova, right. I, I oversee the budget. Uh, so allocation resources, managing expensive, all, all those sorts of things. And as well as the revenue. Um, so I work on both internal and external operations and uh, I think it helped, right? Like when you're, when you're dealing with Nike um, and, and Nike can talk to me about, you know, our ordering practices, the equipment room, the overall budget um, down to, you know, marketing and brand and, and how they want to position basketball. I think that that's helpful. Right. Um, and, and, and the same thing for Playfly. Um, you know, we have we have uh, the Playfly staff sits, you know, in our offices um, and, and, you know, and they can come to me or, or Mark and we were able to sort of make sure that they're positioned for success. Um, whether it's resources they need or, you know, access to coaches or, you know, different, different types of uh, revenue generating ideas. Um, I think it's just, it's just being open and listening. Like I said, it's, it's all about relationships. And I think, um, you know, I never lost touch with the folks at Nike because I dealt with them before uh, uh, Nike, or I'm sorry, before Cal moved to Under Armour. And, um, you know, the, the, the Fox sports slash now play fly people, you know, I've known those guys for, for a long time too. So, um, I think it's key to keep, uh, you know, focus on long-term in all relationships, even if you're not doing business somewhere, you stop doing business with someone for one reason or another, like continuing an honest, transparent relationship there because, you know, things come full circle to your point. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you've got all these different responsibilities and, and things that you're focused on. I mean, through all that, you know, how do you keep Villanova as a relevant brand? I mean, you know, obviously wins and losses are going to help. Um, and Jay Wright seems to usually have you guys covered in that department. But uh, how do you and your role, you know, keep Villanova as one of those, you know, top relevant brands in college sports? You know, you got obviously have an uphill battle. You're not a big, you know, state school. Um, you know, you're in a nice market, but you, you've got a lot of challenges that, that some other schools don't need to deal with, you know, talk, talk a little bit about how, how you do that. Yeah, sure. I, I, you know, I think from a brand perspective, um, you want people to be able to identify you, um, marks, clean marks, clean images, um, consistency. So I, I think we're, we're, we're undergoing a process, you know, Villanova's traditionally done a great job. Um, we have an iconic logo. Um, the V, right? Um, and that's used across campus, both in athletics and university-wide. Um, but from an athletics perspective, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to figure out um, how to make sure that we are as consistent as possible, right? And that starts with how our facilities look, how our uniforms look, um, how our website and our digital assets look. Anything that is Villanova athletics should be consistent and the same. And we've done a really good job of that in the past, but uh, you know, and, and then I think it's it's supporting our coaches and telling and, and through storytelling, right? Like Jay ha has been an innovator in that front. He's done TV shows. Um, you know, they they do a great job on social media content they put out. That program is really positioned well for yeah. success. So, yeah, how do we how do we take that model and support all the other programs, each program individually, and then the department as a whole? Um, so I, you know, I think I think it comes down to resources allocation, um, and so we're. Uh, we're looking to kind of springboard off the success of men's basketball um, and uh, which has elevated the entire university's brand. Right. And, um, totally. and, and try to replicate that across the board on all 24 of our programs. 
Yeah, well, you know, you guys have a ton of great stories to tell. And really appreciate you taking some time to uh, to come on and join us. Thanks again for joining us, Ash. Thanks for having me, Pat. All right, that'll do it. I want to thank you all for listening to the From the Rafters podcast brought to you by Varsity Partners. We'll see you next time.